Hey guys, I'm Matthew Pfeiffer. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Toxic to Triumph. In this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about how the narcissist steals Christmas. It's very common for a narcissist to make a holiday or big event all about them, rather than allowing for people to enjoy the atmosphere and enjoy the event or to enjoy the holiday. So listen in to this week's episode and I will talk to you soon. The holiday season is often referred to as the most wonderful time of the year. However, if you are with a narcissist, if you are related to a narcissist or work with a narcissist, you know that this could not be any further from the truth. The reason why? Narcissists love to create chaos where there already is chaos. We already know that it's uh, it's common knowledge to know that this is one of the most stressful times of the year as well, and narcissists take full advantage of this. We've talked on this platform before about narcissistic supply, and one of the the most common features of narcissistic supply is attention. And the thing about the holiday season, Christmas, or whatever holiday it is that that you like to celebrate, is that it takes the attention off of the narcissist. That's number one. However, it's also a great opportunity for the narcissist to steal the attention back to the to themselves as well. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how the narcissist will steal Christmas. Now, when I talk about Christmas, you can insert pretty much any holiday or any major event when it comes to this. And this is not only related to romantic relationships. This can be any relationship. This can be uh, a narcissist that's related to a workplace environment. This can be any type of narcissist or toxic person in your life. The narcissist often likes to use Christmas or the holiday event as a way to gain sympathy. They will talk about how they didn't get gifts as a child. They'll talk about their background, their past. Now these these stories that they tell may or may not be true. Regardless, it's a tactic. Now, as they're gaining sympathy, keep in mind that the narcissist can't do something without it being a form of manipulation. When they're gaining sympathy, talking about how they didn't get gifts as a, as a child or how their past with their ex may not have been uh, that great around the holiday season or how their parents weren't great around the holiday season, this is a preparation for them to use this as an excuse for their bad behavior later on. Some of that bad behavior will be fights and arguments or even a breakup literally right before the holiday. Why would they do this? Number one, because narcissists don't like the competition. This may sound strange, but even Santa in the narcissist's eyes would be competition, or your children gaining presents would be competition. Why? Because because they are no longer the center of attention. The event, the Christmas parties, 
anything that can that's taking away the attention from the narcissist is considered competition to them. They don't like seeing you happy. That's another form of competition to them. They don't like uh, they don't like the holiday or the events not being about them. A breakup right before the holiday season may be may sound very counterintuitive. However, you have to put yourself in the mind of a narcissist. In the mind of a narcissist, with everything else being in competition, with Santa being in competition, with uh, gifts and the holiday events, with everything taking attention away from the narcissist, in their mind, all attention, whether it be good or bad, is good attention. So breaking up with you right before the holiday season or causing an argument right before the holiday season draws your attention away from all the events, away from all the festivities, away from the gifts, away from Santa, away from the children, and puts it right back on them. If there is an ex-narcissist, if there is a family member that you ha- that you are no longer speaking to, or, a, or an ex-coworker or an ex-friend, you may see them use the holiday sentimental value as a way to hoover you, as a way to try to suck you back into their life, as an excuse to contact you. You may have already gone no contact with with, uh, someone with an ex or with a family member, and they will use this as a reason, as as a valid excuse in their mind to to reach out to you. Regardless if they are hoovering or if it's the beginning stages and the idealization phase, one of the tactics, one of the other tactics that they'll use is to purchase an elaborate gift. They'll use love bombing. They'll use idealization. This elaborate gift could be a trip. This could be uh, tickets to the Super Bowl. It could be a, a very nice piece of jewelry. However, keep in mind that they can't do they can't give something like that without there being something else in return. This isn't a gift of love. This is a gift of manipulation. This is going to be rubbed in your face later on in the devaluation phase when you don't live up to their standard when you quote unquote do something wrong or when they get upset, this is going to be the gift that they rub in your face later. If you choose not to get back with them, they will rub this in your face. If you choose not to respond or if you're not quick enough to receive their text messages or talk to them, or if you don't work overtime, if this is a work relationship, this is the gift that will be rubbed in your face. One of their favorite tactics that they will use is they will set you up for disappointment. They will plan an elaborate event, or maybe it is something as simple as going to your parents' house or traveling to a certain family member or a certain friends for for the holiday. Um, It could be a certain event that you've always wanted to go to that you, you guys have talked about before but never do. And they will set it up as if they plan and they intend on going. However, going back to the arguments that we're talking about, you will find out that they will argue with you literally right, sometimes minutes right before. Then you will be placed to blame as the reason why they don't want to go. They never intended on going. This was a setup. This was a love bombing tactic. And then once that, once the time and the event came, they pulled the rug out from underneath you because guess what? Now the attention is back on them. Showing you that they have the power, they have the control, and they're dictating this situation. Another one of their favorite tactics is to exclude you from events, from the work parties, from their friends' Christmas parties, and from the holiday party that 
um, that the, the local bar is throwing. And the reason why they're doing this is, is, especially obviously in a romantic relationship, is that they're juggling other people. And they don't want you seen by the new supply or vice versa. However, sometimes you may actually go to the event and when you're actually at the event, you're excluded in different ways. And the ways that they'll exclude you is through the silent treatment. You'll be at the event. However, they will treat you completely, completely, they'll treat you like shit. They won't talk to you. They'll act like you, like you don't, you don't exist. Or you're there for a method of triangulation with their new supply to make the new supply jealous or to make you jealous. You will also notice a lot of threats and a lot of promises. So a lot of hot and a lot of cold where they will threaten to take back all the gifts. They will threaten to break gifts. They will threaten to uh, completely cancel Christmas or completely cancel a trip that you guys had planned for a long, long period of time. But they'll also promise not to fight. They'll promise not to act up. We fight every single year. Let's not fight this year. We fought on Thanksgiving. Let's not fight for Christmas. We fought last year. Not, let's not fight this year. And in a way, they're trying to blame you, even though they know that they're the ones that are causing the issue and causing the fight. You'll notice this internally because as the holidays come around, you'll notice that you feel like you're walking on eggshells. That's because you know that every threat and every promise that they make, that they are, that in turn, they're going to flip that fight or that threat or that promise back on you. If things don't go the way that they want, you're going to be the one to blame. And you know this because every single Christmas, every single New Year's, every single Thanksgiving, every single holiday, every single 4th of July, you're the one to blame for every single fight. And you'll notice this internally that as each event, as each holiday approaches, you're, you feel like you're walking on eggshells trying to avoid this threat, trying to avoid the, the, the promise being broken and, and trying to avoid the fight. Now, all these threats... All these promises and all of these tactics are a form of gaslighting, a form of manipulation. I want to make it very, very clear that they're doing this intentionally, they're doing this consciously, and they are doing it to show you that they have control. They want you to feel like they have control over the holiday, and they also want to rip the attention away from everything else that's going on. I think it's also important to know and I've mentioned this on this platform before, that narcissists lack empathy. And if you really truly get down to the heart of the holidays, I don't care what holiday you're celebrating, whether it's, or whether it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, New Year's, whatever holiday it is. Holidays, when it involves family, involves intimacy. And if you lack empathy, you can't have intimacy. And intimacy to a narcissist is a threat because they can't, they can't get there. They won't get there. They don't, they don't even have a desire to, to allow for that vulnerability with other people. They don't want it because that, because if you think about intimacy, that means that you have to be caring of other people and to care for someone else. That means that guess what? Again, the attention has to go to someone else. They don't want that. All attention on me, my way or the highway. I don't care what's going on. I don't care who's here. I don't care what family member is here that we haven't seen in 10 years or 15 years or a year. Or I don't care about what, what the kids have going on or that this, is, um, that this is a holiday that the kids should be celebrating and, and having a good time. 
this is about me because every uh, you know every other day this year is all about me so I'm gonna make this I'm gonna force this to be about me and I'm going to make sure that I retain control is the way that the narcissist thinks there are two ways that you are able to handle this one way is when you're with the narcissist one way is when you are not with the narcissist if you're not with the narcissist stay there if you're in no contact if you have broken the relationship off if you've been discarded or if you've discarded them remain no contact i don't care if they call you 150 times i don't care if it's christmas i don't care if it's new year's stay no contact because the minute that you let them back in they're going to hijack your holiday they're going to ruin it for you. They're going to ruin it for your children. If you have children, they're going to ruin it for your family members. And if it is a family member, they're going to ruin it for the rest of your family. If this is a relationship that you cannot avoid being around them, then you need to go gray rock. What does gray rock mean? That means that you're not giving the emotional response, the emotional reaction. Keep in mind that narcissists are looking for a reaction out of you. When they do something, they're trying to push a button and trying to get that first reaction. Your first reaction is typically the wrong one. You need to go gray rock, right? Where there's no response, there's no emotion there. If you found this episode to be useful and you would like for me to cover a topic on a future episode or if you just want more information on me and what I do or would like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can reach out to me on Instagram, Matt Pfeiffer Coaching, or on Facebook, Matt Pfeiffer Coaching, and I will talk to you soon. Keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby, show the world you can fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, babe Dream big, keep your head to the sky Spread your wings wide Show the world you can fly, baby Show the world you can fly Yeah, show the world you can fly Dream big, keep your head to the sky Spread your wings wide Show the world you can fly, baby Show the world you can fly